Hi friends, welcome to the Bloom Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Sad, alongside with your other host, Elizabeth Critton. This is a podcast where we connect as real women with real stories. All of us on here know how to laugh and have a good time, but it doesn't mean this is your typical brunch talk. As a disclaimer for our listeners, at times the stories and conversations may feel a bit too real, because they are. We want these conversations with you, no matter how surface or deep they go, because real relationships don't just hang out at the shallow end where it is always sunny and safe. Your real tribe is willing to go with you into the deep and come out swimming with you on the other side. Ultimately, we are here to shine light where it is dim or dark and slay the lies in your life by covering them with God's truth. Our hope for everyone listening and joining us is to empower action, encourage hope, and equip you with the power tools to break through and be who you are made to be. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. And you can find us on Instagram. Our handle is at bloom underscore strong. Thank you for joining us. Now let's dive in. so excited to have you and just sit down and chit chat with you again it's me and Annie and we are just um, really wanting to talk about being a solution to the problem that God has highlighted for us um, personally and during this time we see so much disconnect and loneliness and a lack of accountability and community and so we really want to touch on why relational connection is so important to humans when we were talking about, you know, women in loneliness and disconnect, I remember back when we started Ladies Come to Fit, we started as a workout group, like we've talked about, and we decided to do a women's night. And that women's night really was the solution to the problem that I saw in mothers, in women, and that was getting women together to connect, to understand that whatever they may be going through, that someone else is going through it too. Or the woman that they're seeing from afar and being like, maybe even judgmental, maybe because she's really pretty, she looks really put together, um, or maybe being judgmental because she's yelling at her her kids, whatever it may be. Um, I wanted us to come into a community that saw each other's hearts for really who they are and that they're, they may be going through the same doubts, the same problems, the same hurt that you may be going through. And it really humbles yourself and it really allows you to see them for who they are. And it really allows that connection to come in first when we just show up and live in our own little space and bubble, or when we're at home and we just think like, this is so hard and no one else understands. I remember one of the girls even confirmed that at our ladies night, she said, I didn't realize that we had gone around and we talked about, it was a while ago, but I think we talked about what we like to do. And I think so many women realize that a lot of us has had lost a passion, had lost the joy um, of who we were. And it made them feel like ignited and excited to, to, pursue their passion again, but also that they're not alone in losing it and they're not alone in feeling like I was created for more, can't stress enough as a woman and seeing other ladies as growing up, I had three older brothers. I was around a lot of guys and I saw the way that guys communicate with each other and the way that girls communicate with each other. 
and guys just love and they just get along really easy with anybody. Um, and women are a little different and there's a little bit more drama. And so um, I've always grown up with more of, I guess, my brothers showing me what friendship it could look like. And I wanted women to know, like, let's get deeper and let's get more connected because we are stronger together. I love thinking back to like when we had that first ladies night, we were doing the free community workouts with the kids and the whole goal was, you know, I think even we were in this really, um, this mindset of like, we are going to be fit and we are strong and this and this and this, and that's good. Right. But it can become like an idol. (laughs) And I think honestly, looking back, that's probably where more I was on the, on the scale of things was like, um, just doing that so that I felt confident rather than just finding my confidence in who God created me to be uniquely. But I thought how amazing that through that, like doing the hard things, encouraging each other in the hard things, rallying each other in that place, just like the Holy Spirit was just like released in a way where we felt called to move deeper. And so like oftentimes the enemy wants you to compare or conform. And it's all about what is, you know, what you can see to the eye. And I just like wrote down like what the enemy meant for harm was turned for good. And at that point, um, when we decided to come together and have relational connection and treat each other like we were more than just a physical body and really share about those things and how God created us each uniquely, um, then it was just like, wow, like so surprising and freeing. And I think that's kind of how everything unfolded to where it is now, but God is so faithful. And I just feel like, um, in a way that we were almost like doing what the world wanted. God was just like, nope, like (laughs) I'm going to turn this around. And, um, I love that you're talking about um, how we all are different and how we all need each other. And, how we have different gifts. And I think that that is so true. And Annie and I both love like personality tests and just learning about different people. And for so long, like I would beat myself up on my shortcomings, right? Like that I wasn't more warm and fuzzy and slow down. And I know that I am still like, but it's not my top gifting, right? But that's okay because God created us all differently. And like, when you find out what strengths different people have, it makes you appreciate them so much more for their unique gifts and strengths because that's who they are. And that's why we like rally together and help each other and encourage each other. And then also knowing like, I don't have to have it all together. I don't have to be super strong in each of these areas. areas. And um, everyone feels like they have shortcomings, but celebrating those strengths and um, those unique desires that God put in, I think are um, amazing. And so as we go on with Bloom Strong, like we have our prayer night, we have our Bloom Strong Academy, we still do the workout together and we just are really focusing on doing it in a way where we are being loved for who we are uniquely, not what we're not. And I think that's, um, again, what the world wants you to focus on is what you're not and what you have to do in order to be. Um, but we already are beings and, um, we're human beings. We're not human doings. And uh, I, I just thought that was, wow. Like I don't always have to do in order to be. And if you think about like 
how we break through and bloom strong. Like in every area of life, even in fitness and stuff, normally the barriers that we need to break through, right? Or like the thing that's not aligning with our true identity is what we're not and the fear that comes with it. And same thing with relationships, like there's separation because you were focusing in on what people aren't, right? Because we're afraid. Um, and so I think it's so crazy. And we've been talking about this and how simple yet complicated, right? Um, it can be to live in love, to be loved versus be feeling not enough and be fearful and live in love and abundance and find rest in who, who God created you to be. And rather than unease, which translates to dis-ease, right? When we're fearful and stressed and striving, like we have to do in order to be. And so there's a difference between joyful, delightful stewardship and a hamster wheel of stress and disgust and dislike of who we are. And God loves us so much. And no matter, you know, what our physical state is currently, he loves us. And the biggest thing, like we want to, we agree with uh, the lies from the enemy. And like, he wants to say like, you know, he wants me to say like, you know what? I could really do better. I could work out harder. I could, I could definitely drink more water. He wants my, my thoughts to be focused all on those things. Right. So that's not coming from a place of like love. That's coming from like, you need to do this, do this. You have to do this. You have to eat better. You have to look better. You have to, and God's like, you don't have to, like, I gave you free will. Would you just let me love you? Just let me love you. And because you're so loved, you'll feel like drinking water and you'll feel like jumping and like lifting weights and running wild and free and just enjoying being loved in this life and it doesn't it's not going to feel so regimented and so another thing that's another thing we've talked about is really living from a place of love relationship rather rigid over rigid regimen i was was looking at some old photos i was trying to find some photos but i found some pictures of when i was um after i had my third baby so it was like not long after and i was super fit and just looking really good. And um, Elizabeth had been talking about the lack versus abundance. And this morning, um, you know, Eve, you know, she lived in a garden of abundance, yet she felt like there was more, like she could have more or that she had lack and needed more or whatever. And that enters into sin. When we see lack or feel like there's lack looking through a lens of lack then we enter into sin whether how we treat somebody how we treat ourselves how we um how we choose I know when my kids feel lack of like there's gonna be a lack of cookies they want to fight over the cookies or get mad if the other one has one and they treat each other um unkindly and that's sin but if we live in an abundance if we live in the thing of just knowing we have um, everything we need and we are loved in abundance, then um, 
we operate with the fruits of the spirit, the overflowing fruits of the spirit, which is kindness. And we, you know, every single person wants the fruit. I don't think anyone goes, I love the seed part where I'm waiting, or I love the watering part where I have to go out and water it. They want to get to the fruit. And when we live in abundance, we already have the fruit. When we live in lack, we're striving to continually get to that fruit, but we're operating in an unnatural place of sin that wasn't given to us to operate in. And so when I was looking at this picture of me and I was like super fit and whatever, um, not today, but most of any other day, I would have looked up, looked at, looked at that picture and loved that girl more than I love this girl today. And that is not how we were created. And the love that God gives us is perfect every day. And we are made in his image. So we are able to receive that love. I'm able to love that girl who was fit in that picture um, as much as I love the girl today. But when we see this picture of, oh my gosh, she looks perfect. And then I'm thinking I'm in lack. Well, then it also opens the door of sin and shame. And what happens after that, we start to operate um, unkind to ourselves, unkind to others, maybe feeding ourselves with not good things, or maybe I go out running to like punish myself and I'm not doing it in this fullness and in this abundance because I can, I'm doing it because I don't love myself enough. And I think that I have to earn it. And we don't, we don't have to do like Elizabeth, we don't have to do to be, we already are. And it's a lie. And it's so good to have, like, I guess the community, the relationship and the community portion comes in and it's like, well, how would that help me really operate in the fullness of who God created me to be so that I feel like I have abundance and I feel I'm not so like scrolling on Instagram and seeing the fit girls and seeing their plans that I feel like I need to eat exactly what they eat and, you know, work out exactly how they work out. Like there's a lot of that pressure as stupid as that sounds that we would ever buy into it. And we do like, that's, it's the world of sales. It's the world of, um, that we live in. And so, um, how does a group or, relational community help us. And I guess I just have this vision like of a garden. And um, if you think back of like, you know, the garden of Eden and, and they had an abundance of all of those things. Right. And clearly we're not ever going to be living in perfection, but we can operate in the fullness that God has for us as individuals and be blessed by the abundance of other people's dynamic strengths and gifts. And so when I think of like Bloomstrong and the communities and the workouts and the prayer calls and um, the Wednesday videos and all of that, I just see like an abundance of encouragement, hope, growth, support, prayer, truth, um, transformation. And the other picture that I had too was um, the sunflowers and how they face the light, right? The sun. Um, when the sun's out, but when things do get like dark, they face each other. And I think that we live in a fallen world and in order for us to stay growing and strong and filled up and affirmed. And so we don't go into fear and lack, we have each other. And so, um, it's amazing. And I'm so thankful for it. He looked at man and said, he's alone and that's not good. 
And so that community, but also this is why we are different because this community doesn't operate in comparison. They operate in championships of who we were created to be uniquely. Um, we are individuals. We are not the same. And I think that this community is different than just a community who's trying to strive and, and do to become. We are saying you are, let's raise it up. Let's arise that person that's sleeping um, to shake off anything the wet blanket over the fire. Let's, you know, let's call you up because no one else can be like you. And, and so it's not a comparison because we can't compare to you and you can't compare to us because we are unique and we're a body and we work together. And even, um, you know, you think about the garden. So I know as a mother, when I get frustrated, it's because I'm in lack. I feel like I don't have enough hands and I don't have it all to do what my kids need or give them what they need. Um, and that is when I rest on God or my husband, but I rest on God as I always tell my kids, I'm not going to be perfect. But if I try to be, if I try to be perfect, I get frustrated. I get mad. I get stressed. I, I control and it's not, it doesn't feel free. It doesn't feel joyful. It feels very stressed. And so, um, in a, in a garden, like a community of these women, everybody has a unique gift. I can't. I can't um, sow and weed and take care of this huge, um, limitless, beautiful garden. I have to have people come in who have strengths because then I would be in a place of lack, um, of feeling like lack. And that's when, why, like even Elizabeth was saying, when we don't champion each other in our gifts, then we're saying that we're lacking something and we need to be it all and we're we're not made to be it all we are parts of a body and so when we um when we like elizabeth has strengths and there's strengths that i don't have but it doesn't make me feel less about who i am i'm just so grateful and i praise god that i am connected to a woman that can can operate in strengths that i may be weaker in so that we don't have lack in this bloom strong community and then, um, and so I think even understanding as a community, we want to be around people who are going to champion us and not make us feel like who we are isn't enough. I feel like that's why so many relationships fail because people don't seek to understand. They just want to be understood and they only understand themselves. Right. And and then also, I just wanted to address that, like, you know, right now, a lot of people are divided. We can't go do a workout at a church. We can't go be in these big groups like we used to be breathing heavy and dripping sweat all over the place, right? So, um, but I think it's so cool because how often when we're on our virtual Zoom calls, whether it be workout, whether it be um, Bloom Strong, are we connecting on a heart-to-heart level? Where when we used to do the workouts, maybe we would do a women's night like once a month and have like that heart to heart connection. But now it's like multiple times a week. So again, what the enemy meant for harm, God will turn to good. And just know like you are more than just a physical body. Like you are, I think the enemy has women so brainwashed and convinced that that is the biggest thing that matters about them. And so they don't even feel the need or desire 
to nurture the other parts of them, but they're all connected. And once they can see themselves as a valuable person through and through, and yes, of course, take care of the outside too, but those things are so connected and intertwined that if you completely overemphasize on one, then it will not sustain, it will not be fulfilled, it will not be fulfilling, and you'll go around the same mountain over and over again, feeling depleted and empty because it's not holistic. And so it's a big thought for so many people and people want a quick fix, but um, God says those who wait on the Lord, their strength will be renewed and they'll soar up like the wings of eagles. So I um, am just really enjoying the process of full restoration and waiting on God and seeing what he has to say about Elizabeth, right? And um, on top of just my physical strength, you know, in addition to, and it's just been really wonderful. Yeah, that's good. Um, I was just going to read this one verse, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, and it says, for we live by faith, not by sight. And um, we live by faith. And when God says live, I, I don't think it's live on earth. You know, we live eternal, like we become, we come alive in our spirits by faith by our faith and not and faith is not what you see, but it's what you believe and how you walk it out. And I think I just want to hit this. Um, I'll probably do something later more in depth about this, but our bodies are powerful and women have a place where we host and we give life and we nurture. Like that's what our bodies do, but it's not just our physical bodies. It's our spiritual beings. Our spiritual, spiritual beings can nurture each other's hearts and host and give comfort and love. And, um, and the enemy makes us focus so much on sight. Well, we don't live by sight. We live by faith. And so when I do believe our bodies are powerful, but I do believe the spiritual being of what we, uh, you know, Mary gave birth to Jesus. And, um, I believe it says in Genesis, I don't know which one or what part, but Genesis, it says that there will be in enmity between the woman and the seed. I'll have to look at it exactly, but the enemy hates so much the seeds that we birth through our mouth, through the power of who we are and through our bodies. But if he can get us distracted by our bodies, he can keep us away from focusing on what is inside of us that could birth even greater power and life. That's so good. I love that. Oh my goodness. Yes. I love that. Um, and I love also the thought like that he was the most beautiful angel. Um, I also love that knowing that the enemy was, the devil was the most beautiful angel. And so he, of course, like went after the woman because she was the crown of creation and the beauty in her inside and out was so powerful. And, um, you know, he was envious of God too. That's why he was, you know, kicked out of heaven. And so the, the envy, right. And why do we envy? Because we fear that we're not enough. Um, we're just going to break free. And I love that you said like 
um, we're going to walk like in freedom and, and not by sight, but by faith. And I think the world is so visual, except especially with technology. And it's just a time to change things up. It's a time to go deeper and connect with the hearts of people and um, really invest in the lasting things over those lesser things that are only appealing to our eye for a minute and then they're gone forever and they have nothing to do with the legacy we're leaving for our grandkids and it's just wasted. So um, anyways, we're walking into just an awesome season and with the holidays, um, we just know there's a lot of emotions that get brought up and a lack of connection and women need each other. And so if you guys are feeling a stirring, like, oh my gosh, I want to walk in freedom. I want to walk in abundance. I want to be loved. I want to learn about my gifts and strengths and who God created me to be. And so that I'm not focusing on what I'm not, but more so what I am and how much I can do and what I can be because that's who I am, then we would love to have you. And we'd love to do a phone call with you and just find out a little bit about who God created you to be and see if it would just be a safe place for your heart. I was just going to read um, what Elizabeth shared in our, our community group a couple days, weeks ago. Um, but a heart, it's Proverbs 1430, and a heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. So, um, and even just a heart of each individual at peace with who they are gives life to the whole body. Oh, this was so fun. That was awesome. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you feel inspired, hopeful, and empowered to walk in faith, live with intention, and deepen your roots in truth. If you love this podcast, please leave us a review and share the inspiration with a friend. Maybe you're also feeling a stirring. Like it's time for you to break through and bloom strong in who you know you're supposed to be. If so, we challenge you to go to ladiescommittofit.com and click our Bloom Strong coaching program, where we walk together through creating the life you desire by first stewarding a strong, healthy, and clear vision of who you were made to be. Remember, together we achieve more, and together we bloom strong.